Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and we're live from the beautiful hole-in-the-ceiling studios in Deer Valley, Arizona. Triple-digit temperatures on the high today. And this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer legal, lawful tender gold and silver, Article 1, Section 10 of our Constitution. Look it up. Or call one 800 951 Nine two, and you can place an order, or we'll be happy to answer your questions and help you. We've helped hundreds of thousands. Yep, hundreds of thousands of customers. You can also head out to allamericangold.com, updated daily with pricing, news, views, anything you can think of to while away the wee hours of the evenings. And uh, it's funny that uh, you can look at all that and how many people from midnight to 5 listen to the radio show. So... Go to bed. Go to bed. I ain't got nothing to do. Join with the uh, president of the company, Joe Jaquin, family member. This is a family business. He uh, just, uh, he's been sitting here waiting for two hours to come on the air. And uh, here he is. Here's Double. <laughs> How you doing? Boy, somebody turned up the heat here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, we set a record yesterday. I think we're going to miss the record today by one degree. I, I heard 102 uh, but a few days ago, they said it was going to be 104, so so we're going to take it. But yesterday, I was, t- I was telling you before the show started, I think my family set a record for boredom yesterday. <laughs> That's possible. Uh, was We had a record heat, record boredom at my house. We just ran out of stuff to do. Well, it's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs. So they want to get the country open again. Again, the uh, liberal news medias are trying to aken this to uh, 1918. And when uh, they reopen the economy again, the second time around is when the virus really did a lot of damage. This is a sad state of affairs. There are no easy answers. And I have to say, and, and you know, the, the cities that everybody is going to ultimately escape from, Escape from New York with Kurt Russell is now a documentary. They're all going to just get the heck out. I mean, why stay, really? If you, unless, I mean, unless you have to be there, other than that, they're going to head for the exits this summer and never go back. So, so the, the tectonic shift of, of the geographical locations of the country, I think over the next five years, will change quite precipitously. Well, you know, we, we probably so. spent the last 20 years going the other way. Right. Look at, you know, Phoenix is a great example, right? Just people coming in here in droves and and the small rural communities got devastated as all the jobs were at the in in the big cities. Right. Now you're saying, hey, it may turn around and go the other way. It's crazy. So but imagine being in New York. I mean, and and I don't mean this facetiously and I don't want to be too humorous this morning. But imagine running like a liquor store or a small mom and pop business in Manhattan somewhere, and everybody's walking in with masks on. I mean, just think of the, think of how the world is going to change. You're so, working with a mask on. Yeah, right? you've I mean, got a you know, mask on. Everybody, who do you know is going to rob you or not? You know, so so much, <laughs> right? So so much for the facial recognition software. Somehow they're going to have to figure it out how to tell who it is with the mask. And I mean, the Chinese will do it. There's no doubt about it. So you used to be able to pick out the guy that was going to rob you the second he walked in with the ski mask well, on. You now you don't know. People don't even think about this. You know, during Halloween, there's signs, no one with mask allowed in store. You know, they put them up so you don't rob the place. It's going to be crazy. 
I mean, that's, you know, think about that. It'd be horrible. Horrible. So, of course, I feel pretty good today. I uh, invented a new drink over the weekend, uh, vodka and Clorox. It's very good. It uh, it kills germs, and I, my teeth have never been whiter, ever. So, so go ahead. Now, now listen, I, I, as a PSA, because just in case he's being sarcastic, do not make a vodka and Clorox to whiten your teeth or kill the germs. And whatever you do, please don't spray some Lysol on the rim and try to oh, turn it into a I margarita. Like, I like right? that. A little Lysol <laughs> and salt. Right, yeah, don't so, do that. A salty dog. How about that? So, yeah, I mean, it would be just, I mean, but come on. I said the other day, I'm a child of the 50s. We knew. Right? We you knew have to not tell people that right, stuff. Right, to not drink bleach. All right, it was... Fundamentally, it was bred into your bones, all right? You looked at the bleach. It never once dull. You might have smelled it. You know, I mean, you know, as you examined everything in your house when you were a kid, you knew where everything was. But uh, the bleach and the the laundry detergent, you know, you knew it was not for consumption. So I'm worried over the fate of the... uh, it really is like like Tide made those pods, and oh, it looks like food, or it doesn't look like food. I know. I mean, give me a break. Really, people are eating this stuff. Well, little kids, I guess. But uh, again, one taste of it, you know. Of course, maybe it's because the parents don't wash out their children's mouth with soap anymore. Okay, once you've tasted that, you know. You know, if you go to a second time, like, yeah, I don't think so. Especially lava. I mean, that was, there was nothing <laughs> worse. Lava. It had the little grid on. Right. I could take a little ivory every now and then, but the, when the lava came out, I cleaned up my act. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. one 800 is the business line here on a Monday. I hope you uh, survive the pandemic. They want to start releasing everybody out of jail here and letting us go. So Georgia, you know, they said they're going to have all the new the Waffle House to get open. They decided they're going to take the grease off the floors in the Waffle House and pour it out in the parking lot. And then that way you can just sit on the grease out there in the chairs. So that you'll know they'll be open for business. So, all right, all right. I know that's silly. So, man, oh, man, of Shevitz. We're glad you're with us this morning. It's Monday. You try doing this for a living. <laughs> this isn't easy. I'm having a good time, though. Glad to be here with you. We'll be back after these messages. You're listening to The Blind Leading the Stupid. Thanks for tuning in on this Monday morning. Uh, is it spring? What is it? Is it summer yet? No, it can't be summer yet. It's uh, April 27th, 427, 2020. What a, what a month, huh? That April 2020 will go down in the history of U.S. I mean, it's just crazy. You know, you think so. about it, it may be the worst month economically ever. 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 For the world. For the world. I mean, Wall Street's, you know, being manipulated. They're trying to hold everything together. God bless them. We wish them the best of luck. And the minute they were able to stabilize Wall Street, because remember, none of this was an issue. If you go back and you read the Wall Street journals from December, they were looking at Wuhan. And then you go and you look in January, and they were looking at all these lab issues. And But if you start reading, which I'm going to do a show for you. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But the economic news January of this year globally was horrific, and especially in China. Yeah, and people forget the Dow 
We had all-time record highs in mid-February. Well, they were trying to impeach the president. Yeah, mid-February. But the banking issues, little stories buried uh, that I've been kind of working on about the Chinese banking crisis that was brewing at the beginning of this year that now miraculously is gone. Well, you know what? The Chinese banking crisis, the Japanese banking crisis, the European banking crisis, and let's not forget the old good U.S. of A. banking crisis because this is what it is. The central bank, oh, no, don't worry, the banks are fine. The only reason the banks are fine is the Fed's buying all the paper. Right. Let's not let's not mistake it. Right. And, and, and nothing like a good old coronavirus to cover up all the banking problems all over the world. Well, they're already covering up. So now we're at almost three trillion in, in voted on stimulus, and then another six trillion of non-voted. Is it? It is six trillion, right? Through the and Fed? growing. It's not over. We're 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 at numbers. It's hard to keep track. I just want to point this out. At the beginning of this month, we hit twenty-four trillion dollars of debt. By the time this week ends, we'll have hit $25 trillion of debt. And the problem is, right, as you know, there's trillions and trillions and trillions more yet to come. I put my money where my mouth is. I bought 10 one-ounce gold pieces from Patriot Trading Group this morning. Thank you for that. And you know what? He put it on his credit card because he likes points. That's right. And now I can take a trip to nowhere. J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the biggest mortgage lenders in the United States, frauds, has raised its lending standards and is now requiring all home buyers to have a 20% down payment and a 700 FICO score to get a home loan. Homeowners who want to refinance with Chase, which we went through that with them uh, during the crash, they were horrible, must also have the higher credit score. So if you don't have 700, don't even go in the bank. So 700 to even get a loan. So if you have 680, 650, 620, and you've got 20% down, no thanks. No thank you. No thanks. We don't want it. By the way, you know what bank lent the or in the PPP that was supposed to be for small business? The bank that gave the most to publicly traded companies, J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan. So... Well, I uh, actually got to talk to my favorite mortgage broker. I hope he's listening today, Pete. He's a golf buddy, and uh, he says that uh, the big banks, I'm going to say which one he's with, but they don't want the mortgage business if it falls below three, I think he said. So if it gets down into the twos and the ones, they can't just, make money. they're not going to write them. Yeah, they're they, just going to get and, out and, of the business. And, and people don't understand. Listen, you still, there's still labor involved. Right, you you you've got somebody that's humans. Gotta, right. Humans got to you know doc you know do the documentation and do all that stuff and and so there's there's definitely labor involved. I, I can understand at a certain point you're like, okay, wait a minute. If if we can't make three percent, yeah, that might be the cutoff. That, that may be it, right? right? Hey, we can't actually make any money. Of course, you know, fraction. They love fractional banking, and and they're bailed out. I mean, but if you borrow three hundred grand at three percent, what do you pay back? Thirty years, nine hundred. I think it is, so don't quote yeah, me Yeah, but on you got to remember the banks don't hold Probably these. closer to the five banks or are, You know, it's not like the old days where the banks held the mortgages. Oh, yeah. They, they, they dumped that stuff. That's right. So, well, let's check in on other mortgage lenders. Wells Fargo and U.S. Bank raised their minimum score requirements for borrowers to 680. So now, you know you get your credit score on your phone, okay? So they won't let you in the bank anymore unless you can come up with a really good reason. So you're at the drive-in window, and so you better have... You hold your phone up. It better be 700 or higher. Go, let me in. I want a mortgage. 
So otherwise, they're not letting you in the bank. Hey, listen, and that's not a real score, by the way. You know, the, the score on your phone, uh, they'll say, oh, well, you know, yes, but, you know, we do this and that, and it's always you always end up 10 or 20 points lower than what your phone says. This is better than sports. Who says sports are closed? Now checking in on Wells Fargo, moving right to left on your screen. They've raised their credit score to 720. They shoot. They don't score. <laughs> Wide right. Wide right. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you guys some sports. So, so anyway, so, yeah, 720 now at Wells Fargo. It's it, it follow the leader. Oh, wait, you did what? Oh, you went 700? Oh, well, we'll go 720. Then the next guy, U.S. Bank, probably later this week, is going to go 725. Then the B of A at 730. And eventually they'll just say, you know what? Forget it. Now, if you're out in the drive-in listening on 1010 Family Values Radio here in Phoenix or in Colorado at 1360KHNC.com, the roar of the lion, that uh, and you're at the bank and you're at Chase and you're thinking you want to get a home equity loan, and you're on the glass, and you're showing them your credit score. They're looking at you, and they're saying, get away from the bank immediately. Move away. We no longer do any home equity loans. They're out of the business. Most lenders now are doing several employment checks throughout their loan process as well. So if you were in a loan, you got a loan, they approved you, and now you're on unemployment, you don't get it. Most lenders aren't offering long-term interest rate locks anymore. So in other words, you go shopping. They tell you to do this. Okay, I have a real estate license. Uh, so if you go out, you go, okay, well, we're going to look at a house. You go, you get pre-qualified, and they lock your rate. So you know what your payment's going to be, and they usually do a 45-day lock. And if your closing goes past that, you can pay a fee to keep the lock. So if rates have gone up, if it goes down, then you scrap it and start all over again. But uh, now it says fewer lending, lenders are funding bigger jumbo loans that aren't backed by the federally owned. By the way, I'm not making this up. This is page 2D from the Arizona economy section in the Arizona Republic yesterday. So, so fewer lenders are funding bigger jumbo loans that aren't backed by federally owned Fannie or Freddie Mac, which is going to end up with every loan because mortgage rates are going to go to 09 I mean, maybe 1.9, but if they get down to 0.9, it'll be like Chevy during Gulf War One. General Motors, keep America rolling. So You know what's interesting is the 10-year note really hasn't moved. Uh, 0.64. Stuck. There's no, stuck no there. flight to quality. Yeah, somewhere between 0.6 and 0.65. It's been there now for the last three, four weeks. You're talking about oil going to zero. Oil Watch oil when the debt markets go to zero and then invert when they go negative. Until yet, That'll cost you money to give your money to the federal government, no. which is that's what's going to happen the next time the Dow falls 4,000 points there was rumors in a day. swirling this weekend. It got crushed very quickly. People now starting to want to encourage the central bank, the Federal Reserve, to go to negative rates. Uh, the problem is, uh, because the dollar is still the most used currency in the world, that just ruins the debt markets globally. Uh, very dangerous. But you're right, there's rumors circulating crude oil today down almost 29% this morning. Uh, nobody wants it. Going back to zero, I think we'll see negative crude oil again. This month. If any of you people have a gigantic silo with nothing in it, give me a call. Because I, 
I'll help. I'll I'll fund the oil. We'll fill it up together. Get your local <laughs> country club to drain the pool. Yeah, and yeah. fill. I mean, if you really want to do something that'll pay off here when the dollar collapses, say old Christmas time when the great commodity super cycle starts. I'm sorry. It's not all bad news, ladies and Germans, or just germs. <laughs> People might be just germs. Don't give up. Borrowers, particularly according to the Arizona Report Republic, those buying. Their first homes with FICO credit scores of 620 or lower can still get government FHA loans with 3.5% down payments. So call them collect, call them direct, but call them today. Um, just thought I'd give you an update on that. So now, this week, this week, let's tune in and check to the stimuli department of the government. Should be somebody head of stimulus. Don't you think there should, should be like have a whole like cabinet position right. now? Who are you Remember guys? Remember we had Neil Cash Carey with with the uh, auto loan bail, the tarp, right. Right. right? Yeah, they these don't have any catchy names. They just have numbers this time. Yeah, what's wrong with them? What's wrong? They've lost the creativity. So, so anyway, Biden is very angry. Remember this guy striking a far more progressive, if not angrier tone. Vice President Joe Biden proposes. Government spending a hell of a lot bigger than just the measly $2 trillion passed in Phase 3, including the Green New Deal initiatives they were looking at this week. Also, Biden told Politico in an exclusive interview, he seeks more government intervention in the spending of stimulus and bailouts despite ripping the Trump administration for wasting a lot of money. I want to bring in the toughest SOB in the country. I really mean it. I'm not joking. Where am I? No, I added that. Because we wanted to make sure that we did it by the numbers with genuine oversight. Now, it's easier to pick. So far, the PPP has only gone out to one in five small businesses. So Yeah, well, the, the new round, Trump signed, it, it's taken place. Uh, we, we'll see. Give it 10 days. We'll see if it's improved. My guess is... I, you know, I'll make two predictions. I think by the end of the week, we'll uh, cross $25 trillion in debt for the U.S. government. And by the end of the week, the banks will say there is no more money left in the second round of PPP. I just lied to everybody, too, because I just checked the news wire. It's not uh, 20%. It's only 15% of the small companies. I'm sorry. Loans to small businesses through the federal program have not flowed to areas hardest hit by the coronavirus pandemic. According to the new analysis by economists, only 15% of companies in the regions with the biggest declines in hours worked and most business shutdowns. I saw another thing on Vegas. Just unbelievable. Well, come on. That town was unbelievable. If there was Vegas and New Orleans, I got to believe, are the two places, you know, because those are, you know, the tourist only. I mean, Vegas, you go there only to gamble and conventions and party and do those things, right? Uh, New Orleans, kind of the same thing. Got to be devastating there. But what about the casinos? Are those all huge publicly traded corporations? I know some of them are, but... I I would say the vast majority. So the ones that aren't should have got PPP money. Maybe the one that's like a casino slash bar slash gas station slash, you know, T-shirt logo thing, you know, touristy shop. Maybe they get a bailout. I don't know. 
I wonder, so what is the total workforce? So what is there, 350 million people? In- yeah, we got about 150 million, give or take, uh, is the workforce of the United States. Uh, this week, by Thursday, we'll have had 30 million people file for jobless benefits. On top of, you know, we already had... Another three, 30 million yeah, who don't get it. Yeah, another 3, 4 million uh, that were unemployed. And you got to remember, a lot of the states... As a matter of fact, the majority of the states still don't allow for these independent contractors right, to realtors. file unemployment. Realtors, yeah. mortgage brokers, yeah. blah, 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 blah. So really, when you look at... Car the, salesmen, anyone on commission. I think the real number is probably one in three. One in three people are out of work right Anyone now. who's an independent yeah. contractor gets nothing. And, and yeah, a handful, get nothing. handful of states are trying to give you something, but the vast majority of them, nothing. They did a thing, I think, here for the realtors. I, I think my wife was looking at it, but... For the state, state Arizona, but in reality, I mean, I don't. Just think, you know, if you were working at Walmart making, you know, two hundred bucks a week, you're now making eight hundred dollars a week, not working. So yeah, but or, it goes, well, maybe you know not Walmart, but way too. Sport, so. It goes the other way too. Say you're a small business owner. Or let's just say you're a realtor. You formed a little LLC and did all that stuff, and and you made two hundred and fifty thousand last year. The most you can get out of PPP. They cap it at a hundred grand. Yeah, that that would look pretty good to most people because you're not going to see that either. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a Monday. Give me some of that Clorox. It's Friday already. Start drinking. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. At 5 p.m. on February 5th, virtually the exact moment President Trump was being acquitted by the Senate, the Department of Homeland Security published official notice that New York residents are no longer eligible to participate in the trusted traveler programs known as Global Entry, Nexus, Century, and FAST. The reason DHS made this bold move is because these federal programs depend on state driver's license data. A shocking law passed by the Democrat state legislature in New York and signed by Governor Andrew Cuomo prohibits the State Motor Vehicle Bureau from sharing driver's license data with Immigration and Customs Enforcement, known as ICE. In order to preserve the integrity of the trusted traveler programs, the Trump administration had to take this quick action. Because New York had no problems endangering national security to score a few political correctness points, Trump ordered DHS to deny permits to about 86,000 New Yorkers with applications pending and return their $100 fee. Another 800,000 New Yorkers who are already enrolled in those programs won't be able to renew them when the five-year permits expire. It should come as no surprise to the state legislature of New York that Trump took this action. Driver's license databases are the primary source of data for federal agencies to check on DWIs and other serious traffic offenses. Those are the offenses that disqualify someone from becoming a trusted traveler. Trump's new policy does not apply to the TSA and their pre-check program, but that could quickly change. TSA still has access to state driver's license data at this time. DHS Acting Deputy Secretary Ken Cuccinelli warned that in the future, New Yorkers might be excluded from pre-check also. If the Trump administration were to shut off TSA privileges for frequent New York travelers, then liberal officials would quickly back down in their defiance. No liberal cries of foul play will keep Donald Trump from doing what he has to do. He's not a politician after all. 
He's a fighter for the Americans who voted for him. Once again, our president has kept his promise to never back down in a fight for Americans. Not even his native New York stands a chance of that. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues. Upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, chairman Helen Marie Taylor, treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis in our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. You're listening to one of the longest-running financial radio broadcasts in the history of this country, Patriot Radio News Hour, quarter century, and still going. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this show's brought to you by, and has since the beginning, Patriot Trading Group, one 800 Also head out to allamericangold.com, which is our website. Uh, you can go out to YouTube to the Patriot Radio News Hour site, uh, Patriot Trading Group. And they keep a bevy of these shows right there. You can go back and listen to them, all podcast, and uh, we appreciate it. And supporting this company allows us to continue to broadcast, and uh, we don't take any of this for granted. We never have. We treat you the way we'd like to be treated ourselves, which was our original advertising campaign with this company, and uh, we're proud of it. So whether you're uh, on the bottom end or the tip top everybody we treat you all the same so give us a call in here and find out for yourself one of the biggest issues here in america is the supply chains and people aren't you know they see they saw what happened to toilet paper they saw what happened to you know you know any type of health items uh rubbing alcohol hand sanitizer side but which you know you can live with but but the meat issue is going to become a real issue here very very quickly meat chicken pork it's a big problem big well, problem you know the ceo of tyson they tyson foods took out a full page ad um, in the new york times yesterday so the sunday new york times a full page ad warning about the problems in the supply chain and you know the media if you turn on fox you want to believe that oh it's china 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 right we got to bring it back here and it, it, it's all about them when it comes to the meat, the beef, the chicken, the pork, that's that's right here at home. And one of the things that's happened over the last 20 to 30 years is all of these small slaughterhouses have been run out of business. And you now you have these huge corporations that dominate. There's only a handful of, you know, Smithfield, uh, Tyson, Cargill, and uh, there's one other, uh, J- JBS, I think, is the other one. Uh they're about it when it comes to all of the, the meat production in the United States and all of these slaughterhouses. There's not a week that doesn't go by where we don't see two, three, four major slaughterhouses being shut down. And now the CEO of Tyson Foods is warning about uh, there's going to be problems in the in the food chain. You're going to see it at the supermarkets. We're already seeing it here. Uh, the, the different cuts are disappearing, right? I don't remember. Costco hasn't had chicken in weeks, and, and I think this is going to continue everywhere. Uh, and, of course, they're, they're, they want the government, Eric. They want the government. We need more testing, and we need this, and we need that. And, 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 again, everybody wants something from the government. Where are these guys? Hey, I got an idea. Take the money you spent on the full-page ad, and let's buy more masks. How about that, right, you know? Well, they tried to bring in the National Guard into Sioux City, Iowa. They tried to do it in Iowa last week, so they can't apparently can't get them 
see these guys mostly are young and have played video games their whole life, and they're like, they want me to put, run a meat right. saw? We can put the boxes on a truck, but yeah, that's, about, that's it. about it. So, and of course, the uh, union meat-cutting jobs were long destroyed out here in the West. So it isn't that there's a shortage of cows, chickens, or pigs. Well, maybe. I don't know. But there is a an well, issue of bringing them to market. Farmers are so. having to kill their livestock. Right. Because they can't get rid of them. And, and, of course, it's too much to feed them. These are livestock. You know, this is how the cycle works. When the livestock gets to that point where they're ready to be slaughtered, that's when you get rid of them. And you get ready and you got the next group of, of, of whether it's cattle or hogs or chickens that you got to feed. And, and you can't be feeding these other ones that are ready now. You've got to get rid of them. That's the biggest issue, too. Once the supplies sides are broke, I mean, it, Joe's talking about the – was it the New York Times? They ran the article front page today of business and finance section of the Wall Street Journal. The headline, Supply Chain Woes to Linger. So it's it's a big issue. So Now, if you watched any of the news magazines, which I usually do on Sundays, meet the press and uh, listen to the liberals, I try to get all sides so I can try to formulate a, uh, uh, a decent radio show for you every day, that uh, the liberals... The left is blaming the president for all of this. The president and the conservatives are blaming China. Okay, you understand that this is the flow chart right now, and of course, blaming China is probably not the smartest thing to do. Even though there's a big issue about it, and there's a lot of a lot of of evidence that points to the fact that, uh, well, that uh, this they manufactured this virus in China. And God knows if it's a calamity of errors or an orchestrated event, but the war drums may start beating here, which would be unbelievable. I don't know if we can go to war with China. I know we would have to wait for Beijing to ship us all the army boots before we could mobilize our troops. Um, But one of the biggest problems also is we don't have any of the strategic metals for the technology. And the rare earth minerals... I don't know if you remember under Obama, they shut the only big rare earth mine, rare earth minerals metal mine, you try saying that five times while you're drinking vodka and Clorox, out in the California desert, out in the middle of the desert. It was in California, obviously. So they shut it down under Obama because, you know, the environment. Well, guess what? Trump's reopened it. I'm going to tell you right now, based on what I saw, not that there was a lot of beaches open in California, but the beaches that were open in California were jam-packed this weekend. Even the liberals now may be getting ready to say, okay, enough, 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 enough. You know what, maybe a few spotted owls could die so we could build our our guidance system, because that's what it is, the technology that needs these rare earth metals. It's the guidance system, so the things actually hit their targets and stuff like that. Listen, I think a lot of married people would go out in public to try to kill their (laughs) in-laws. We're taking you out at Thanksgiving. So I'm going to show you. I'm going to the beach right going now. To beach I'm going to be right next to people. I don't know. So, yeah, you know what? And the issue is I is you keep hearing the cases of the, all the people that, that don't know they have it, yeah. and they recover. They test positive. They recover. They have no symptoms. It's so hard. these people are out infecting the world, maybe. They don't know. They don't know. Nobody knows. I will say this. fifty five Over 55,000 people uh, I'm shocked. I really, you know, three, four weeks ago, I was like, we're not even going to get to 50,000. We did. 
Uh, and, and what, what the death toll? Yeah, you mean the death toll? Well, some of those people were hit by cars while they had coronavirus well, yeah. too. So. <laughs> I was on my way to the hospital. Yeah, it's coronavirus. He's dead. So, Rudy Giuliani yesterday asserted that Dr. Anthony Fauci approved a three point seven million dollar grant to the Wuhan laboratory tied to the coronavirus pandemic, and said China's intent was to weaponize the virus. Got ammunition. You know what? If China really gets mad at us and shuts everything off, we get to shut off their food. You see, so it's these, it's these little things that we're not aware of. Why in the world? And we, and, and believe me on this, we've been giving this lab money for years, years and years. Why would we be doing that? I have, you know, I on what me, planet makes no does sense that at all. make any sense? It's like the movie Tucker, the Man in His Dream. He built it. <laughs> These guys built the virus, according to this story. We'll talk about it when we get back. So, ah, the blind leading the stupid here, Monday through Friday, on your favorite Bat channel or Bat podcast. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe Jaquint. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Wendy's out front. She's way past two decades sitting there. We'll be back after these messages. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Talking about uh, Dr. Fauci approved a grant to Wuhan Laboratory under the Obama administration. Giuliani is claiming that the lab received all of the funding, but that was incorrect. Just a portion of the $3.7 million grant to EcoHealth Alliance from the National Institutes of Health made its way to the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China. Fauci is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which is part of the NIH. Back in 2014, the Obama administration prohibited the U.S. from giving money to any laboratory, including the U.S., that was fooling around with these viruses. Prohibited? Giuliani, President Donald Trump's lawyer, said during an appearance at the Katz Roundtable with host John Katz-Mattis, despite the fact that Fauci gave 3.7 to Wuhan Laboratory even after the State Department issued reports about how unsafe that laboratory was and how suspicious they were in the way they were developing a virus that could be transmitted to humans. We never pulled that money. Something here is going on. I don't want to make any accusations, but there are more knowledge about what was going on in China with our scientific people than they disclosed to us. If this laboratory turns out to be the place where the virus came from, then we paid for the virus that is killing us. So far, the hard evidence is, you know, sparse at best. But this is where everything's pointing. So it doesn't make any sense. Oh, But what does? A few things do. This is going to be a crazy week. They're supposed to. Is this the week? You haven't heard anything about it where they're going to try to uh, do more stimulus this will be stimulus 4.0 the, the next for the round. states yeah. and so counties and cities. Here, here's what I think is going to happen. We're going to run out of this new stimulus, this $484 billion deal. The small business, like I said, I think by the end of this week is going to be out of money if they can go that fast. If they, if, Assuming these banks are actually processing loans, I think you'll hear the SBA say the next $300 billion is gone. But the next big round is the states. And here's the problem. And I said this, and I started educating everybody last week. 46 of the 50 states, their fiscal year starts July 1st. And by law, 
the states must submit a balanced budget. Now, they can use fake numbers to get to the balanced budget. How do you figure a budget with your 80% of your retail closed? Exactly. For sales tax with collection. Sales tax collection, automobiles, and, and traffic tickets, and you name it. I mean, everything's just devastated. These Without a bailout from the government, you are going to see cities and counties that can't pay their fire departments can't pay their police departments schools won't own this and they're gonna it's you're, I'm gonna tell you the headline we're not going to be able to open the schools without a bailout that's going to be the headline but the what they really mean is we you need to bail out all of our pensions because that's really where it is there's not enough revenues to pay all these pensions and they're going to need bailouts in this number the introductory number was seven hundred and fifty billion. I will I will be surprised if the bailout, if we're going to call it four point uh, I, I think it's going to be well over a trillion, and, and I'm not sure it could be a, it could be another two point two trillion. Yeah, I mean they're starting at five hundred and two fifty, so seven fifty. But that's just the opening, and then that's they just start the adding. opening. And if PP, so that'll happen out, this week. Right? Well, they got to start. Ha- they got to go quick. I mean, April's essentially over. Right? The end of April. By the end of the week, it's going to be the first of May. All the pensions. This is the issue. It's the public uh, pension funds, all right? That's the issue. Them. They're all underfunded now. They've all taken the Dow and, may have taken a thirty percent hit. But and granted, what's happened now? It's not just the pensions now. Now it's everything. Now it's everything. Now it's everything. They don't truly. They don't have the money to pay the police and the fire and get the schools open and do. They don't. They just don't have the revenues. Not there. What if the blue states get a check and it's signed by Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm not cashing it. <laughs> I won't take it. They'll tear it up on TV. We don't need your stinking money. Senate Minority Leader Chucky Schumer also doesn't want to see the president's signature on any more stimulus checks. This is what they do. Really, does it matter? Schumer is planning to introduce legislation that will block President Donald Trump from signing additional stimulus checks. This is our politicians. You think about all the stuff that's happening. I know. And this is the issue? Really, this is it. This one has a name. The No PR Act. Would prohibit the use of federal dollars towards any material that promotes Trump or Vice President Pence's name on signatures. Now, if it was Obama signing it, you think the, oh, you think the Republicans listen, they would have started Obamacare no after him? I mean, they called it Obamacare. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Obamacare is in the news today too. So, it. Uh, I don't know if I can find it here. Here it is. The U.S. Supreme Court. The government is now obligated to pay insurers. $12 billion in Obamacare claims. The U.S. Supreme Court said today, ruling in favor of health insurers seeking $12 billion from the federal government under the Obama program set up by Obamacare, law aimed to encouraging them to offer medical coverage to previously uninsured Americans. So, so instead of the Americans having to file bankruptcy, all of us are going to have to do it now. So with all this going on, that, of course, our health, because of this, because they had to take uninsured. Now, does this mean my, my health insurance bill is going back to 200 which is now 950 a month? Uh, no. It doesn't? No. Shouldn't I get a check back if the insurance companies get $12 billion? Uh, That's going to be a no. Can I get the uh, fifty grand in extra? How about no? No, darn it. The this CEO's got to buy back some stock and get a bonus. I'm telling you, the vodka Clorox is looking better every moment on a Monday, too, so... That's crazy. Anyway, so yeah, 
It's just crazy. So don't also I forgot. I get going. So yeah, they don't want they don't want President Trump's signature on anything now. So it appears to be that the pandemic is just another opportunity to promote his own political interests. You think they had a huddle like that? What happens when you win? You get to promote your political interest. I know. But who who would sign it? That's what happens. You win. Wouldn't the head of the IRS, I mean, if it was an IRS check, I don't know. Who signs those things? If I was the head of the IRS, I wouldn't want my name to I don't want people to I haven't gotten a refund since 1987. <laughs> All right. Patriot Radio News, our final segment. Thank God. We'll be back. Yeah, sure, you betcha. Hi, you take a on and then you roll in the snow. You're listening to the people, your favorite tinfoil nation. It's a Monday, Patriot Radio News Hour. You know, I just noticed you've got a Jets helmet in the radio studio. Well, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I'm an upstate New Yorker. But with that Joe Namath signature? Broadway Joe, man. You get that with your health care package, <laughs> that ad he wrote. <laughs> that guy doesn't shut up anymore, so... Broadway Joe. So. I got Dick. Uh, I got Pat Tillman. I got Nolan Ryan. Well, let me see. More money going out. In order to reopen the economy safely, a group of health experts. I'll leave that to uh, somebody's uh, idea. Sent a letter to Congress this morning asking for another $46.5 billion. That's it. The money will go towards expanding contact tracing and isolation of infected people. Now, they're all tracking everybody now with your cell phones. So if we're going to have another we're going to have another Boston Tea Party like the new elect, we're all going to drive to Boston and throw our cell phones into the harbor. They that would be awesome. They can't track us anymore. Of course, your credit score will go in with it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're writing to propose Congress will take swift action in upcoming legislation. That gives states the funding necessary to scale up our nation's contact tracing ability. And uh, if you watched 60 Minutes last night, they love to throw in the word anonymous contact tracing. Oh, yes. yes it's anonymous. It's, yeah. it's anonymous. We don't I know. I mean, we know who you are and what your name is and where you live, but it's anonymous. We know you were on Bertha's House of Pain.com last night, so now you're out moving around in society. So they know everything. So... Anyway, buy on the dips from the dips. Yep. Gold's down, don't, what, don't 10 down, bucks? Yeah, 10 bucks, 9 bucks. Uh, I asked Joe, I'm going to cut you out. I asked Joe, is there any way that they can hand out trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and gold does not take out its previous yeah, all-time but, but high? We told you when it's going to happen. The, the big, big run is going to start when the economy opens. That's when it's going to start, and it's not going to stop for quite a while. Uh, right now, uh, gold, like Eric said, gold's down nine. Crude oil is down twenty-seven percent at twelve dollars and fifty cents. And the Dow, I'm not kidding you, the Dow's up almost three hundred points on that. I don't know why. I have no idea what it is that makes the Dow rally today, other than oh well, you know, we're we're excited about reopening. When you go to get gas now, you have to give them green stamps. <laughs> All things reverse. I made two oh nine today. I was so happy. How much? Two oh nine. That's ridiculous. Highway robbery. So, problem is, you know, the taxes they put on oh, everything yeah. and refining, and they still got to pay. Their infrastructure is broken as well. So now these guys have no nowhere to haul, nothing to do. 
because there's no need to move all the fuel around. How so? They get everything open, and now the supply takes the supply chains can't catch up. Now you got fuel shortages everywhere. Yep. That's the, how it's going to flip flop. The, the freight so, index hit a new all time record low. The freight index. The freight index all time record low. Dow's up three hundred. Come on. Well, it's good. You know, hold everyone together. There's still food in the grocery store. So, again, they're going to monetize everything from sea to shining sea. So look for another trillion out this week. It'll just become a weekly deal. So It may be. You know, we're, we're on that pace. Like I said, somewhere the low end, $27 trillion, the high end, $30 trillion, And that's just, that only gets us to December. I mean, it's not like, hey, oh, in 10 years, we're going to be. No, in like six months, this is where we're going to be. You're listening to Patriot Radio News. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. That's Joe Jaquin. Thank you for allowing us into your lives. We really appreciate it. We try not to waste your time. So you need to add to your hard asset portfolio. We do have uh, still some good gold and silver specials. We are here. We have product available for delivery. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Good Lord willing. Until then, we're out of here.